Welcome to the Washington Union Alliance Church Podcast, an archive of our recorded sermons. We're a Christian and Missionary Alliance Church located in Newcastle, Pennsylvania. For more information, go to wuac.org. On this New Year's Eve, I wish you a very happy New Year. Many cards offer wishes for a happy and even prosperous new year. Uh, one of my co-workers many years ago at the American Bible Society in New York City, I did that right after uh, graduate school, uh, and in between my graduate school stints, uh, as I was working there, she said that her, her life verse was 3 John 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. And that was uh, John's prayer for a friend of his, uh, but also Helga loved Jesus and dedicated herself to living for him. And she prayed that God would prosper her just as he was prospering her in her spiritual health. For New Year's, we express hopes and prayers for the good of others, for God's blessing on a person in the coming year. This falls in line with the Hebrew greeting shalom, which we talked about last week, or peace. Uh, Giving a greeting of peace expresses a longing for the good of the other person, for good for them, for peace for them uh, as an individual. We want God's best. That's a beautiful sentiment uh, that is part of the beauty of New Year's. Now, beyond saying Happy New Year, maybe having a prayer for someone as they go into the new year, What is it about New Year's that gets our attention? And I want you to respond. What are some things that get your attention at New Year's or or that stand out to you about New Year's? Celebrations, right? Days are getting longer. All right. A fresh start. Dating your checks correctly? What's that? Maybe a new job. Some kind of new start, a new way, new job. What? Making plans for yourself. Some people call those resolutions, you know, that we're going to make a resolution to do something or not do something. Resolutions. What was that one? Getting better at something. Okay. Wanting things to change in our world for the better. Amen. So these are some things, just thinking about New Year's, getting us in that thought. I want to think about some traditions uh, that we make. Now, when I grew up, there were traditions of certain foods. Now, there were certain foods that you were supposed to eat at New Year's, and if you did it, you're going to be prosperous. Things were going to go better. I grew up in North Carolina. Uh, if you've never noticed that twang, it's there. Uh, but my mother attempted to help us to know about pork and sauerkraut. Didn't go over well with the kids. 
So it didn't seem to go to, uh, go to for too many years of traditions. But black eyed peas was a staple. And if you didn't eat your black eyed peas, you weren't going to have a good year. And so I learned to eat them, and now I love them. Uh, but also you had to have collard greens. I never cared for collard greens. That's, I guess, why I'm not wealthy. Because the greens and the greens, you were supposed to be prosperous. What are some of the other food traditions? New Year's pretzel? What is that supposed to do for you? Okay. A pretzel. Do you have to add anything to it? Okay, big soft pretzel with icing. Oh, that sounds pretty good. We're going to Anna's. <laughs> what else? I know there's got to be some other unique food ideas for New Year's. Do you eat black eyed peas? <laughs> So, wine with champagne. Sham wine? Is that what you call it? Champagne. Okay. There are, are different things, and somehow, if we eat the right thing or do the right thing, then everything's supposed to work out all right. Uh, how's that worked out for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about. We talked about resolutions early, earlier. Things that we might want to stop doing, we make a resolution, I'm not going to do that anymore, or a resolution that this year will be the year that I will read my Bible every day, that I will pray, that I will give myself to following Jesus every day. That, those are some good resolutions. Uh, there is a... Uh, Trying to think of Mission 119 is a Bible study program that uh, Dr. John Soper started. He was the vice president for church ministries for the Christian and Missionary Alliance for many years. It's an online program, and he knows that it's really hard for people to spend, uh, to make sure that they get every day in. So he set his Bible study up for five days a week. If you miss a day, you make up for it on the weekend. So that uh, works out pretty nicely. And that's a, a study you can find at mission119.org. Uh, but as, as we look at opportunities and we think of resolutions, I have to say that sometimes I avoid, I make a resolution not to make resolutions. Why would anybody do that? You have any ideas? It's hard to keep them. Yeah, I can keep one not to make resolutions, right? But sometimes it's difficult, and you think about how long does it take you before that resolution you made that you have somehow gone away. I, I have become jaded about re making resolutions, not because I'm against them, but uh, because I've had such little success. All right. I confess. And sometimes I also struggle with the concept of that I can make the changes in myself, that Making myself a better person is all up to me. 
that it's only my efforts and that if I don't accomplish what I say I want to accomplish, then I'm a failure. Uh, that, and I probably didn't try hard enough. You know, that's sort of how our uh, humanistic philosophy is, that we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. Uh, we can accomplish the things ourselves. And we do have to be involved, don't get me wrong, but we need to come to the one who knows all things, has all things, and empowers us to be the people he wants us to be. What if there is a different perspective, a different way to approach our efforts for change and that idea of a fresh start? We're going to look at Isaiah 55, and I'd invite you to turn there in your scriptures where we discover God as the God of the fresh start. So Isaiah 55 We're going to look at the first two verses, Isaiah 55, verses 1 and 2. Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me, and eat what is good, and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Now, these are terrific verses for a new year. Uh, you think about coming to the Lord. Uh, they represent an invitation from God to join Him on our journey of faith, that we walk together hand in hand with the Lord. So he says, come. Where do we come? Come where? Come to God. Come to Him. Come to the one who owns everything, the one who is all-powerful, the one who can do all things. He says, come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. How do we get our money to buy things? We work. We earn it. So it's, it's representative of our, of our efforts. So he's saying, come and buy things without money and without cost. In other words, not by your own efforts. You're not going to get this by your own efforts. Rather, this is an invitation from the Lord. So uh, notice the second portion of the verses. Why do you spend your money on things that do not satisfy, that aren't what they really seem to be? So in, in essence, it's saying, why are you putting your emphasis, your efforts in the wrong places? Come to God. Give yourself to Him and He will feed you with what is right. He will guide you into the right ways, not the wrong. So join God on a journey of faith and look at things through His eyes, His values, His priorities. Uh, he knows what is best, and He's working out His plan for our lives. So He invites us to come to Him. But he also says, listen. You notice He says, listen twice. That's important if it's repeated. Listen, listen to me. I, th I think of that as uh, in sign language interpreting from years ago. Uh, I was able to be at a conference in Puerto Rico. I got to be an interpreter, but when the deaf pastor was speaking, watching him get control of the congregation, he would look at them, and when he thought they weren't paying attention, he might stomp his foot. He'd do this. He'd start pointing to their eyes, 
and take those eyes and put them on me. Pay attention. Okay, so he would get our attention. Um, God is saying, listen, listen to me. Pay attention to this. Listen to what I have to say. Listen closely to him. And if we do, if we listen not only with our ears, but also with our hearts and with our will to follow him, then he will guide us and we will discover those things that are best, that are good. Our hearts will delight in the very best of things. He says in verse uh, verse 2, your soul will delight in the richest of fare. It's not necessarily saying we're going to have lots of money, but our soul will delight in the richest affair and the things that God has for us, His blessings that He has for us. Go on to verses 6 and 7. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call on Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and He will have mercy on them and to our God for He will freely pardon New Year's is a time for fresh starts. A new calendar with pages brimming with opportunities. Uh, new goals and hopeful anticipation of what the new year might have for us. I don't know if you're like me in this. I, I may be just a little strange, but when I get the new calendar, or even when I'm driving my school bus, and I, every two weeks we have a new sheet of our uh, keeping track of our pre-check for our bus to make sure everything's going okay when I get to the clean sheet. It just feels good. There's something about that clean sheet and, and going and starting to mark it, especially if I happen to write the dates down correctly. Uh, having a blank sheet, a new opportunity, maybe a new week, a new beginning, a new job, something that it has a newness to it. There's something that's exciting to me about that. So now you know how to pray for me, uh, that weird person who likes blank papers and things like that. New Year's is a time for fresh starts. We anticipate new things. In these verses, God offers to us a fresh start. He says, seek the Lord. And not only seek the Lord, but seek the Lord while He may be found. Uh, the implication is that this is the right time to seek the Lord. He is leaning toward us. He is inviting us into His presence. This is the right time to seek Him. His ear is attuned to us. Come to Him. Seek Him while He may be found. Don't keep putting it off, but turn to Him. Turn to Him now while He may be found. He's making Himself available to us. But if we harden our hearts and turn away from Him, and turn away from Him again and again, then there comes a day when that search is so much harder. We aren't as sensitive to His voice. We have shut our ears. Call on Him while He is near. While He is near, call on Him. Seek the Lord. Seek Him while He is near. His favor leans toward us. His arms are reaching out. This is the optimum time to run to Him, to leap into His loving arms. His loving arms of forgiveness, grace, and love. Look at this promise from God. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. 
In other words, stop following your sinful ways, your sinful attitudes, and instead, instead turn to God and follow after Him, doing the things that are uh, pleasing to Him and that bless others as well. Uh, he will pour out His grace and pardon us. Our sinfulness hinders God's desire to bless us. For if God blesses us while we're going on in our sin, then that enables us to keep going in sin. So He withholds some of that blessing to instruct us, to teach us, to pull us back toward Him. So we come to Him for a fresh start. Uh, we are to turn away from our sinful practices. That's part of seeking after God. But if we will give ourselves to God, saying no to our self-desires and saying yes to Him, He will act on our behalf. He will pour out His grace and He will pardon us from our sins and restore us to relationship with Him. Isn't this an amazing offer? That in our sinfulness, God could, and if He were like us, He would destroy us and judge us, but instead He calls us to come to Him. And He offers us a chance for a fresh start with Him. An opportunity for a clean slate with God. God sees us as we truly are. And that can be a frightening thought for us because we know the dark recesses of our souls. But God sees us as we really are and He loves us and He calls us to come to Him, to seek Him. Uh, sometimes it just... Seems too good to be true, doesn't it? Let's look on in the next verses 8 and 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. How can God act in ways that don't make sense to us? Because He's not limited in His thinking like we are. He's not a human being. Uh, he is God. He can think way above our pay grade. And He understands those things. His thoughts and ways are so much higher than we could ever imagine. If someone does something bad to us, our thoughts are get revenge or hurt them back even worse. Uh, this is the thinking that's going on in the warfare in the Middle East right now. Uh, Israel says, okay, you attacked us. Now we're going to go back and we're going to do it even worse than what you had done to us. There's a vengeance that is there. Uh, and that's humanity responding. In Ukraine, uh, just two days ago, Russia launched its biggest aerial attack uh, with drones and missiles. And then yesterday, Ukraine did the same thing back to Russia. Almost the same number of people were killed in the two different days. Uh, and it's like tit for tat. You just keep going back and forth at each other. Uh, but God speaks to us in different ways. He speaks, speaks of forgiveness and peace. And that's sort of shocking because we don't really want peace unless it's peace where we have smashed the enemy and then we're in control. Uh, but God's ways are higher than ours. And not just a little bit higher, but as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are His thoughts than our thoughts. 
and His ways than our ways. Well, these thoughts are hard for us to apply to someone who has harmed us when we think about we need to reach out in love and forgiveness when instead we've been thinking about revenge and hate. It's hard for us to think about it for others, but a little bit easier if we're thinking about it for us. It's a delightful truth for us who want a fresh start. If we were God, we wouldn't offer a fresh start to us, but we're thankful that God does. His thoughts and His ways are so much greater than ours. Isn't that refreshing? Uh, that God's not like us. That He is greater. He is perfect. He is marvelous. And He does all things well. We don't always understand what's going on. We get confused and we struggle and we say, Lord, how can this be going on? We call out. We question but even in our questions, we must say, God, we don't understand this, but somehow you do. Make sense out of this. Work out your will in the midst of this, even if I don't understand it. And Lord, even when I'm struggling, you know me. You know how I'm made. Uh, Lord, help me through. Help me to hold on to you. As we seek the Lord and give ourselves to follow him in the new year, let's remember this truth. So that as we struggle to understand what's going on around us, and we just can't make sense of us, remember that God's thoughts and His ways are higher than ours. Though we don't understand, He does. He is the very author of the universe, and He knows all things that, that we are experiencing, and He's working out His glorious plan. Not only does He think and act way above our pay grade, He's also great at what he does. Verses 10 and 11. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. God's words are powerful and sure. He will accomplish exactly what He attends, intends or purposes. We can trust Him. We can trust His Word. God is ever faithful to His Word. He is true to His Word. God uses a very easy analogy to explain this to them. He talks about the water cycle. The rain and the snow comes down, it waters the earth, then that brings the increase from the earth. Uh, this, uh, no one disputes the effectiveness of the water cycle. That's common knowledge. Just as we depend on that water cycle, which is so certain that we hardly even have to think about it, we can depend on God to keep His Word. For He is ever faithful. He keeps His promises to His people. On our journey of faith in this new year, we seek to listen for God's voice. Listen, listen to me, He says. So we listen for God's voice saying, this is the way, walk in it. We listen to Him to follow Him. We know that His Word is a light unto our path so that we are to walk in the ways of His Word. He tells us what is right. He tells us to avoid those things that are wrong. And He points us in the right direction. When we follow His Word, we follow God. And when we stand on the sure promises of God, we have assurance that He will bring His promises to pass. For He is always faithful. As we enter a new year, God invites us to walk with Him 
on his path. But you might say, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not strong enough. And you're right. You're not. But he is. He is more than able. Uh, Come to him and buy wine and bread without cost. For he is the one that provides. We might say, but you don't know the things that I have done. God can't possibly love me or forgive me. He knows what you have done. And He gave His Son to pay the price for your sins. He knows. And He reaches out to you and says, Seek me while I may be found. He has said it. And He will bring it to pass. He will pardon those who turn from their sins and come to Him. He will do it. He is gracious and merciful, and He's reaching out to you. In this new year, He reaches out His hand to you. By faith, reach out and put your hand in His.